You're listening to News 9 Live podcast. I'm Neha. The name Elon Musk may have previously been unknown to some Indians but has now become a household name. No prizes for guessing why. From layoffs of thousands of Twitter employees to firing CEO Parag Agarwal to bringing Donald Trump back to the platform. Musk in a short period of time has undoubtedly quote unquote achieved a lot. As Musk's extensive remaking of Twitter continues there are some who now speculate that the social media platform is headed for an early grave others are optimistically betting on Elon Musk's potential to take the popular social media site to new heights today we'll attempt to answer this million dollar question will elon musk bring about a revolution in twitter as he claims or will he have to abandon it due to his quote unquote erratic decisions Joining me for this discussion is author and technology policy expert Vivan Sharan. Welcome Vivan. Thank you. Vivan, let me begin by asking you a straightforward question. Will Musk bring Twitter back from the brink or, you know, will he strip it down for parts to recover his 44 billion dollar investment? Uh, I wish I had the answer to that question. Uh then I would be a very rich man if I could uh predict fortunes, but I can certainly uh try to unbundle that in and i think there are two components to the question will twitter ever come back to its previous avatar as uh something that is close to a public square where uh heads of states uh media personalities and other influential uh, and prominent voices from across the world participate freely and you know engage with the platform i don't know but will uh, twitter and the other part of it is will twitter come back uh, or will twitter manage to uh, become a profitable com- uh, company that uh, gives value to its shareholders uh, i think the chances of that are perhaps a little higher uh, with uh, with uh, mr musk in charge because he is essentially taking a sort of a strategy where uh the the speech on the platform really doesn't matter in a sense which is illustrated most prominently by his own tweets in a sense but certainly the costs and the way the companies run uh matters and in most of these digital businesses you know there's uh always one sort of a centrifugal force around which value is created uh for twitter that uh, central driver of value hadn't yet been discovered and i think partly uh, mr musk is right in that there wasn't enough product innovation on the platform um which could have driven that value whether through advertising or subscriptions uh but you know obviously in the case of social media the other side of it which is the quality of speech on the platform is intrinsically connected to that value generation proposition as well so it's a complex uh, answer to a complex question yeah All right, let me ask you this. What is your take on the introduction of Twitter Blue and the idea of paying money for verification? Will this somehow help his fight against spam accounts? No, uh it doesn't address the question of spam accounts or bot accounts at all because it's not like you're uh, creating a disincentive for bots. Uh you know, you're creating actually an incentive for uh sort of more advanced versions of disinformation where anyone can play a pay for a blue tick and and get by i think we've seen elements of what that could lead to already and so they've started to pivot away from a pure blue tick tick strategy for authentication or verification to 
now something else added on as a layer where they've started adding gray tick marks which uh, below the uh, account holders names to indicate that they are official personalities uh, and so on and so forth and i suspect that will uh, i mean they'll grow the uh, categories of people that they authenticate over and above or verify over and above even the blue tick so in a sense the blue tick becomes uh, partly irrelevant and in terms of monetization if you assume that the same number of people who have blue ticks today pay for blue ticks to retain them uh, which is obviously not going to be the case because several will not want to pay for it particularly people who are prominent and so on and so forth government personalities they will be getting a different kind of verification so if you assume that whatever the pool is that of blue tick marked uh, accounts that uh, actually end up paying 8 dollars you know it's going to be a fraction of twitter's total users and i think twitter will really have to focus on its advertising revenues to you know re- recover the kind of shareholder value that they need to show for uh, you know this investment to come good elon musk has announced a new content moderation policy which promises freedom of speech but not freedom of reach do you see this policy as being enough of a safeguard to bring very advertisers back to twitter but you know there's nothing new about this in a sense because uh, uh, as you know reach was already being suppressed or amplified for different kinds right. of accounts and is the norm across social media it's not just for twitter so prominent uh, accounts or verified personalities had always got superior reach compared to other accounts so i don't think this is a new philosophy i think he he's very good at sort of coining terms and phrases that can be catchy uh but in the content moderation world this is really quite an old um you know mantra um so i think he will struggle on the content moderation front in general because as you know uh, you know contexts are different across geography so there is a certain amount of content moderation that undoubtedly can be done better uh, in in a centralized fashion which is the kind of moderation that you require ai and machine learning for but as far as human uh, you know intervention is concerned or you know that context setting that uh, experts need to feed in uh, to the ai or ml engines that will be uh, sorely missing in the new avatar of twitter if it uh, chooses to go down a path where the content moderation and product development and all core functions are uh, simply based out of silicon valley and not at all present in even geographies like india where there are so many millions of users okay do you see twitter under musk facing regulatory hell in the future as many claim i think undoubtedly um, you know mr musk has not really either he's you know he's leagues ahead of us in terms of uh, you know that calculation of the trade off of is it worth it for him to be uh, you know so vocal on the platform uh, and so uh, you know impulsive that it actually invites regulatory scrutiny in the days ahead i think that's a question that only he can answer whether he's you know he's he's he actually knows what he's doing because for a regulator or policy maker or even a like i said initially a personality on twitter who's high profile or head of state it becomes an increasingly uh, tenuous proposition to be on the platform and air their views in a in a way that is um, you know uh, that is regular in a sense because as regular as Uh, people have been before because 
I think everyone will hesitate a little bit uh, to really latch on to that platform and uh, you know embrace it uh, wholesale as people had in the past or even like I said heads of states and governments had in the past because you don't know how it will evolve what Mr Musk strategies and policies will be and there's such a great deal of uncertainty that I think that will also translate into I think erratic regulatory actions and interventions in the days ahead as well and it's suppose Twitter goes to court for some of its practices tomorrow as it has in india already you know it would be very hard for twitter's lawyers to defend the platform on the basis of a very uncertain uh, erratic almost uh, you know content moderation policy that seems to be evolving right. on a day to day basis right indian businessman harsh goenka believes people are underestimating elon musk's genius do you believe it to be the case or is this another example of people buying into the cult of elon musk No, I mean uh, that's the big question, right? Is he playing some eight di- eighth dimensional chess, or is he, uh, you know, just uh, oh, you know, sort of out of his depth as far as the social media business is concerned? And I think I suspect it'll be, a, you know, it, 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 the answer is going to be somewhere in the middle. He has some sort of a strategy to increase attention uh, to the platform, to to increase engagement, which he seems to suggest is what is happening today. uh that it's be you know twitter servers are overloaded because um, there is so much going on on the platform and and attempts to bring people like trump etc back are also in that way into attract attention uh but on the other hand one could also argue that look uh, you know there is no man uh, on this planet who is infallible and i think this is this is the core lesson of history uh and so to imagine that there is such a thing as a superhuman being uh, and that is elon musk uh, i think is is also i think uh, another end of that uh, spectrum so i think the answer somewhere lies in the middle he's a competent man is he competent to run the social media machine i don't know right finally do you think it was a good idea for elon to buy twitter and make it a private entity you know are, are there any concerns that such actions undermine democracy well i have personal views on this which is that i don't think uh, you, you know if if i was I, i feel like mr musk is definitely playing to some sort of grand ambition to control the direction of life on earth um you know he's made his views uh, right pretty pretty um, apparent across platforms and i think he saw twitter as yet another vehicle to be able to channel that collective sort of uh, zeitgeist or um you know direction of uh, how people are thinking and he clearly saw how twitter is a powerful medium to affect change uh, you know in mindsets if not uh, anything else across the world it has it has led to deeply polarizing debates it has led to uh, a lot of uh, other important debates at the same time so he clearly saw the value in the platform from his own lens of self interest and you know i don't think that any one person on this planet should have that level of power or control even though i am as uh, as much of a capitalist as they come so you know it's uh, it's again uh, some you know the the trouble with these things is that there are no binary answers and uh, every you know every answer will be colored by perspectives from history and and sort of individual biases towards the man who is being analyzed across the world again today and i'm sure he loves this analysis because is again the center of attention not many would disagree with that observation i'll end the podcast on that note thank you vivan for speaking to me thank you listeners for joining thank in thank you have a great week ahead <laughs> <laughs>